With an offensive coordinator now in place, the Chicago Bears have turned their attention to filling the defensive coordinator spot, where they've interviewed a few guys that have some familiarity to the coaching staff, but none of them have very much experience. You are Locked On Bears, your daily Chicago Bears podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. This is Locked On Bears, and I'm your host, Lauren Cox. I'm here to bring you your daily, in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. You can follow me on Twitter at CoxSports1. You can follow the podcast on all of your favorite social media platforms at Locked On Bears, including the Locked On Bears YouTube channel, where you can keep up with all of our video podcasts as well. Thanks for making Locked On Bears your first listen today. We're part of the, the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. Right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place any $5 bet. Visit fanduel.com slash locked on to get started. On the show today, we'll get to know the candidates that the Chicago Bears have already interviewed for their defensive coordinator opening and find some similarities between them and some differences between them and evaluate how they might be as a Chicago Bears defensive coordinator. And we'll look at some of the other names that they haven't, hasn't been announced that they've interviewed yet that could be on the radar and some, some big names that we probably shouldn't expect to be on the radar as much as you might get your hopes up for somebody like, say, Bill Belichick sitting out there without a head coaching job. I, I don't think that one is likely to happen, nor some of the other household names at defensive coordinator. But let's start with the guys they actually have been talking to or have talked to now throughout this process. It's three names so far, Terrell Williams, Chris Harris, and Eric Washington. None of them like super household names that might jump to the top of your mind. You might recognize the name Chris Harris, and it is indeed that Chris Harris, not the Broncos Chris Harris, but the Bears Chris Harris. We'll get to him in a little bit here, but let's start with Terrell Williams because I think Chris Harris and Eric Washington have some real connections there and the same kinds of connections to the Bears coaching staff. Not that they're in the same category per se, but you know, they, they're, I think Terrell Williams as the other of the candidates is, is the most different or kind of the most outsider of the candidates. Terrell Williams is currently, or I guess this past season was the defensive line coach for the Tennessee Titans. It's a job he's had since 2018. This year he had, he added the assistant head coach title which is a nice promotion for him there. But he's been coaching that group for, what is that, six seasons now? Prior to that, he was the defensive line coach for the Miami Dolphins and then the Oakland Raiders before that. And in college, he coached at the defensive lines at Texas A&M and Purdue and a few other stops. But I mentioned Texas A&M and Purdue because you look back to those stops, not that you'd have to give the defensive line coach credit for, you know, 100% credit for the defensive lineman he coached at during his time in college. But at Texas A&M, he coached Von Miller, on his way to the NFL in a, a Hall of Fame caliber career. At Purdue, he coached Ryan Kerrigan as well. But then, you know, again, again like maybe those guys were just great recruits and whoever had coached them in college were going to be great. Like as with all these these line coaches or, or position coaches, yes, they coach these players and there's valuable experience that comes with coaching those players, but there's a difference between coaching them and giving them 100% credit for that player's development. It's, it's valuable to have worked with good players. You learn a lot coaching really good players just as much as you can learn coaching low quality players and trying to build them up. But like for me, when I look over Terrell Williams's career in the NFL, the defensive lines and defensive line men he's worked with, like it's never been in the NFL, at least the elite talent 
guys. You know, the, the guy, you know, he didn't work with the Von Miller type in, in Tennessee. I mean, he got one year with Khalil Mack. His last year in Oakland was Mack's rookie year with the Raiders. I mean, I don't know if you give Terrell Williams credit for lifting up Khalil Mack at that time. But, you know, for the most part, when I think about his Titans defensive lines and defensive linemen in particular, and to some extent his his Miami Dolphins, you know, you've got, uh, like in Miami, Olivier Vernon and Cameron Wake were both solid ends in that group. Cameron Wake, especially, I think, the, the more productive one there. Not, again, not like a – I don't think of Cameron Wake. Maybe I'm incorrect in this, but I don't think of him as like a Hall of Famer, certainly not a – a, a surefire Hall of Famer. He had a, a, a long, productive career, but I don't know if that makes... I mean, he might be a Hall of Famer, I guess, now that I'm looking back at his numbers. Like, Cameron Wake was was good, but at the same time, like, towards the end of Cameron Wake's career, it's not like Terrell Williams made him into a Hall of Famer, but worked with a good couple of defensive linemen there. And then in Tennessee, like, feels like he was able to squeeze more out of guys there. Get Jeffrey Simmons to be a Pro Bowl level, Harold Landry to a Pro Bowl level, and perhaps most notably for us in Chicago, he also coached Demarcus Walker up to his best season two years, like not this past season. So did we say two years ago now, if it's the 2022 season, he got him his most productive year before he came to Chicago. And so it would be a a reunion between Demarcus Walker and his defensive line coach from Tennessee if the Bears hired Terrell Williams to be their new defensive coordinator under Matt Eberflus. There's not really a direct coaching staff connection that I've been able to find for Terrell Williams. I mean, obviously Matt Eberflus coached against the Titans twice a year in Indianapolis for a handful of seasons while they were both, they both in that division at the same time. If you go and look, I think there, there are a lot of pictures of like Matt Eberflus shaking Terrell Williams, hand in on the field that they, they seem to be friends and know each other. So that's why he's part of why he got this, this head coaching interview or this defensive coordinator interview, excuse me. But like if the bears end up hiring Greg Olson, the former Seahawks quarterbacks coach, who we, we talked about in, in the offensive coordinator search, he could be the Bears' possible quarterbacks coach because he just worked with Shane Waldron in Seattle. Greg Olson and Terrell Williams did work together in Oakland. Like, that's kind of a, a very loose thread connection to this team. But the other interesting factor for Terrell Williams here that that's not going to decide whether the Bears hire him or not, but I, I see as a bonus if the Bears do decide to hire him, is that Terrell Williams was named one of the head coaches for the Senior Bowl this year, just like Luke Getze was last year, Terrell Williams got that this year as technically a member of the Tennessee Titans, but with them firing Mike Vrabel and, and Terrell Williams like is technically available in that regard. Actually, they just hired Brian Callahan now who, who could try and keep Terrell Williams, but that's why the Bears are looking at him at defensive coordinator. It's a promotion position. So even if he's under contract with the Titans, they can still interview him for a higher position there. But we know the Bears love the Senior Bowl. We know the Bears draft a lot of Senior Bowl players. The Bears are heavily involved in scouting the Senior Bowl. And again, they're not going to hire Terrell Williams because he's the Senior Bowl head coach. But it would be an added bonus for the Bears to get yet another coach down there besides the other assistants they already have going down there to get a hands-on look for some of these players. So that's a you know back pocket kind of thing about Terrell Williams to keep in mind there. But he, he's very much more the outsider candidate of this group. And the other two guys, Chris Harris and Eric Washington, well, well, they haven't worked directly for Matt Eberflus before. They both have literally worked for, and in one case, played for the Chicago Bears before. So there's certainly some franchise connections there and some mutual connections with some other coaches on this Bears coaching staff. So we'll go through what what Eric Washington and Chris Harris bring and why they're, they seem to be the more favored candidates among the fan base. And then we'll also get into some of the other names out there that we should keep an eye on next on Locked on Bears. This episode of Locked On Bears is sponsored by BetterHelp. 
BetterHelp is here to provide online therapy that's easy and accessible, especially this time of year within the new year. You know, sometimes you just need to get things off your chest, big or small. Sometimes things can really start to get to you, and it's important to let that out, especially to someone like a therapist who's unbiased in your life, a neutral observer who's not going to judge you, but is going to listen and work with you to work through those things. And and that to me is where you can really get at the core of some of these bigger issues, right? Being able to share that and talk through, not just like the small things of being upset about your football team and, or the coach that they hire or the quarterback decision that they make, but like the big things in life, talking through them is such a, a healthy exercise for our mentor, our mental health. And BetterHelp is here to provide that for you. Therapy can be different for everyone. And most of us have bigger problems and it's important to get them off your chest every once in a while. So if you're thinking about starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be flexible and suited to your schedule. Visit betterhelp.com slash locked on to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash locked on. Locked on Bears is also brought to you by our friends at FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. Because right now, new customers will get $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place any $5 bet. Bet $5 on anything, any kind of spread, a prop bet, uh, over, under, you name it, any $5 bet at FanDuel. Whether you win or lose, FanDuel is going to add $150 in bonus bets right into your account. So then you can... Bet on even more and play and make these playoff games that much more exciting for you. The basketball season, the hockey season, soccer, tennis, boxing. I mean, pretty soon we'll have NFL draft and free agency prop bets coming around the corner as well. All in the FanDuel app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So try it out for yourself. Get your $150 in bonus bets by visiting FanDuel.com slash locked on. That's FanDuel.com slash locked on. FanDuel, official partner of the NFL. Terrell Williams, a little more the outsider for the Chicago Bears defensive coordinator search. Chris Harris, a little more the insider for the Chicago Bears. I mean, not that he's insider, he's just a little bit more of a connection to this team, to this defensive style as well. So Chris Harris also most recently with the Tennessee Titans, coached alongside Terrell Williams in Tennessee. This year he was their cornerbacks coach and their defensive passing game coach coordinator. So slightly above a regular DB's coach. That's how, part of how they were able to get him in, in Tennessee away from his previous stops with the Washington football team slash commanders and then the Los Angeles Chargers before that. And he started his coaching career as a defensive quality control coach for the Chicago Bears. You might remember Chris Harris, though, mainly for playing for the Chicago Bears, a, a sixth round pick back in 2005 out of Louisiana Monroe. He played some safety and some cornerback Early on, I think he originally like started at free safety early in his career. And then, of course, that was part of the the Super Bowl season. Uh, and then, you know, things he did get an interception in the Super Bowl, I believe. And if I'm remembering correctly, God, that's so long ago now. But anyway, spent a couple seasons with the Bears early on, ends up playing for a couple years for the Panthers, comes back to the Bears in 2010. I believe they actually traded for him and had a pretty big season, had a couple interceptions and stuff. I think he may have been an all an all pro, like second team all pro that season, played again the next year and then was ultimately moved on from him and his career kind of fizzled out from there. But we, we remember him as a Bears DB. 
He got his starting as a Bears defensive quality control coach, then was an assistant DB coach and then DB coach, and now getting interviews for the defensive coordinator job here. But you know, having played four seasons under Lovey Smith, you know, it's this coaching tree that Matt Eberfuss is in, you know, under Rod Marinelli, who who kind of taught Matt Eberfuss along the way. Like he he didn't he didn't coach directly or work directly under Matt Eberfuss. But when Chris Harris was a defensive back for the Chicago Bears, his defensive backs coach in Chicago was John Hoke who is currently the Chicago Bears defensive backs coach once again. He literally played for one of the current high-level assistant coaches on this Bears defensive coaching staff. So there's clearly a connection there, both from a system standpoint, but also just like a human-to-human, person-to-person. This organization knows him. He knows this organization, this city, and he literally knows one of the defensive backs coach that he could be ahead of. I mean, wouldn't that be, isn't that got to be weird for John Hoke to like coach a player coming out of college, see him be successful in his NFL career. That coach that you coach as a player goes on to be a coach and eventually moves past you and is your defensive coordinator. And you remember being his position coach back when he played. I mean, that it's a cool story. And I think it's why I get the feeling among the fan base, like that's the the preferred or, or favorite candidate among these defensive coordinator interviews because you kind of have that connection to him as a player. But I think it's worth noting with Chris Harris. And then also, as we were talking about with Terrell Williams, neither one of them has ever been a defensive coordinator before, not just an NFL defensive coordinator, but as far as I can tell, a defensive coordinator at any level. Terrell Williams has been exclusively a defensive line coach at every stop. Now he's done that since 1998. You know, we're talking 25 years between college and the pros, 25 years of coaching defensive line. It's not like he's has is is inexperienced as a coach, but just has never been a defensive coordinator before, which isn't explicitly a bad thing. And isn't especially a good thing, right? I mean, we had the same conversation on the offensive side. When the Bears want an experienced offensive coordinator who might not be as, you know, fresh and innovative, or did you want the, you know, the young, innovative, you know, genius type offensive mind who's never been a coordinator before? And what did you value more or less in these situations? I think with Matt Eberflus as the head coach in charge of the defense, more or less, you're in a better position to hire a first-time defensive coordinator. You don't need this guy to be super, super experienced because Matt Eberflus is kind of still the, the you know, functionally maybe more the defensive coordinator, the head coach, but still like he's the defensive guy. So you're not, you're not on your own as the defensive coordinator here. And you've got some veteran assistants underneath you. Like, like Chris Harris, for example, he's only been coaching for a decade now. Still, I mean, that, that's not, not to say that that's, that's not that much time, but I mean, he's 41 Terrell Williams is 49 and we'll get to Eric Washington who's 54, but like younger on the coaching scale, especially Chris Harris, given the just only 10 years compared to the 25 that Terrell Williams has. Like, yes, he's got 10 years of coaching experience, but he's only ever been a full position coach since 2020, 2020. So four seasons as a defensive backs coach before that he was an assistant or a quality control coach. So Chris Harris is a younger ascending coach. Who's going to be a little inexperienced and maybe a little green, but maybe Matt Eberflus and Chicago is a great opportunity where he can get that defensive coordinating experience without it having to be all on his shoulders, you know, as opposed to if you're a defensive coordinator where you have an offensive head coach where he's kind of overseeing the offense, but they need the defensive guy to really run the whole defense and handle that side of the ball on his own. Maybe someone like a Chris Harris or, or even a Trell Williams might not be as ready for that kind of role, but with Matt Eberflus overseeing it, Maybe that's something he can learn on the job a little bit and grow into that role and become a very, very good defensive coordinator with some extra help from Matt Eberflus along the way. Like that's that's the kind of what makes you wonder just a little bit when it comes to a guy like Chris Harris, where it's like, okay, like, are you worried that like 
you know, if you hire too inexperienced of a defensive coordinator, is that, are things going to fall apart on that side of the ball? Well, no, like that's what Matt Eberflus is there for. I mean, they didn't have a defensive coordinator last season and they turned it all around. I mean, they had it for a game or two, but you know, they, they clearly showed that if you fire your defensive coordinator, the defense can still be great in this scheme. And you know, if you pair Chris Harris with his former position coach in, in John Hoke, and I know like their linebackers coach has been around the league for a little while, doesn't have like defensive coordinator experience, but like you've got guys on this coaching staff that have seen a thing or two. And so it's not like everyone's going to be looking around going, oh, geez, man, I don't know. I don't know what we're supposed to do here. The defensive line coach, Travis Smith, Smith has been around a while. Like the safeties coach, Andre Curtis is, you know, not super experienced, but has been on a few different teams now. And I guess technically I think Phil Snow is still under contract as a senior defensive assistant. We don't know exactly how long that lasts. So you've got, you've got the, the supports and the guardrails in place to help someone like Chris Harris, or you could opt for a more experienced defensive coach candidate here. And that's who the most recent addition to the interview list is so far in Eric Washington. We'll, we'll break down some of his experience as well as some of the other names to keep an eye on that we haven't heard about explicitly as interviewed candidates for this job. Next on Locked on Bears. This episode of Locked on Bears is brought to you by our friends at Prize Picks, the better way to play daily fantasy sports because Prize Picks puts you in complete control. With Prize Picks, it's not you setting a lineup against everybody else's lineup, you know, these other daily fantasy sites where it's you and a thousand other people and you got to get first place out of a thousand to really win anything of, of note in those contests. So you end up just, you know, wasting your money over and over again. With prize picks, it's you versus the projections available. So you pick two to six players and whether they will perform better or worse than their prize picks projections, and then you can win up to 25 times your money, whether it's in these playoff games on Sunday or in NBA games every night, in NHL games. They got all the different sports for prize picks. It's a lot of fun, and it really makes these games mean that much more. Try it for yourself. Go to prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL and use our promo code LockedOnNFL to get a first deposit match up to $100. It's an extra 100 bucks to play with at prizepicks.com slash LockedOnNFL. PrizePicks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. So while Terrell Williams and Chris Harris, maybe a little bit more on the inexperienced side, especially Harris, Eric Washington, the most recent candidate interviewed by the Bears, comes with a little bit more there. Not in terms of total years, but in terms of like being in the NFL longer, being around the block longer, and having been a defensive coordinator before. Not a ton, but more than the other guys, which have have zero. So uh, Eric Washington is currently and has been for a, a while now the Buffalo Bills defensive line coach. This year, he got the assistant head coach promotion title along with it, uh, but he's been their defensive line coach since 2020. There, he has worked with the likes of Von Miller now, though, again, not that he crafted Von Miller, but, you know, working with good players like Von Miller, Shaq Lawson. He's gotten more out of Leonard Floyd up there as well, former Chicago Bear. Uh, Ed Oliver on the interior defensive line, like, did, did a good job with those guys. And the Buffalo Bills defense has been pretty solid under Sean McDermott. Like, again, he's not the defensive coordinator. doesn't get all the credit for it or anything like that. But, like, okay, he's coached some good defensive lines there. Prior to coming to Buffalo, he was defensive coordinator for the Carolina Panthers. And I, I believe it was the final two seasons of Ron Rivera there. Their previous defensive coordinator was out and then and he got the promotion at the end to try and kind of fill in under Ron. And, you know, it was kind of the uh, the tail end, you know, the end, Ron Rivera's didn't, didn't finish super strong there. So it's not like Eric Williams or Eric Washington was coaching, you know, the world's best defense there, but he did get some experience, again, working under a defensive head coach where it's not even like really 
Eric Washington's defense. He's been in this same kind of role with, by the way, another coach from the same kind of coaching tree, right? Rod Rivera, a Lovey Smith disciple, and Rod Marinelli disciple, just like Matt Eberflus. So there's certainly some schematic familiarity then there. Prior to being the Panthers defensive coordinator, he was their defensive line coach for like seven years, plus two years as defensive coordinator. He spent almost a decade coaching the Carolina Panthers. So he coached a lot of Julius Peppers and Starla Tulele early on and Kawan Short, Mario Addison, some some solid defensive lines there as well during some of those peak Carolina Panthers. You, know, you think about the Cam Newton type years in that range and like those were the and the defenses there that that helped were an important part of those successful teams. Like he coached quality defensive lines there. Prior to Carolina though, you might not be surprised if he's working with Ron Rivera. He was a Chicago Bears defensive line coach in 2010 and a defensive assistant in 2008 and 2009 under Lovey Smith and with Ron Rivera and that whole coaching staff. And so if you put two and two together from what we talked about earlier, Eric Washington coached with John Hoke, the Bears defensive backs coach. They just Chris Harris played for these guys and Eric Washington coached with John Hoke. They've been on the same coaching staff before. They've worked together. So if someone like Eric Washington were able were coming to Chicago, like he would already have an established relationship with this defensive backs coach with the Bears and also have some level of defensive coordinator experience. Like it kind of reminds me, like his experience reminds me a little bit of, of Shane Waldron, just in the sense of like he doesn't have a ton of coordinator experience, but he has some, so he's at least done it before and does have some successful position coaching experience. And he's still like he's not as young, but like he's kind of got that balance of like some good experience and also some good position coaching and that you feel like maybe this guy can still be more and still be better as a defensive coordinator down the line without again, having to rely on him in that full on you're in charge of the defense type role. Like Matt Eberflus is still there to be a part of the process everywhere along the way. So I, I think Eric Washington, I mean, all three of these guys seem like strong candidates and I, I like Eric Washington a lot. I think there's a strong argument for Chris Harris and Terrell Williams as well. Like I, I don't know that one emerges to me as like, Oh man, this is the guy you gotta get. Like I certainly We'd love to hear Chris Harris's interview answers as far as what his plan is as a first-time defensive coordinator and a, and a younger coach and, and Terrell Williams as well. And I'd love to hear what Eric Washington learned from his previous defensive coordinating opportunity and how he would do things differently this time around. But I, I think all three you could make a strong argument for and all three are, are seem to be fine quality candidates that, again, like it's not the most pivotal position on this coaching staff. Still very important. I want to downplay like uh, it doesn't matter who they hire as defensive coordinator. No, it absolutely matters, and it's an important part of the defense. And the more that this coordinator can be relied on, the more Matt Eberflus can take a step back and be more, you know, the CEO overseer of the whole team and pay more attention to the offense here and there and be, you know, just be able to do more instead of having to focus so much on the defense. So this certainly does matter. But I think all three of these candidates have some real possibilities here. I would imagine we'll hear about at least one, if not multiple more, candidate interviews in the coming days here. And I wanted to go through some other names to keep an eye on as well as some other names to not keep an eye on. You know, for example, I think I mentioned at the top, Bill Belichick, I I just, it's really hard to see any way he would ever come to the Chicago Bears to be their defensive coordinator under Matt Eberflus. It's fun to joke about, you know, it's a funny image to think about him on the Bears sideline as the defensive coordinator. And I guess you can never truly say never, but like, come on, let's be realistic here. Bill Belichick, not, not going to come take that job. Same thing with Mike Vrabel. You know, he's getting head coaching interviews, but these openings are drying up pretty quickly and there's only a couple spots left and Vrabel might end up, much like Belichick, might end up taking a year off instead of taking one of these head coaching jobs if they're just not quite available to him. So I would say, A, I mean, it just seems unlikely in general because he's a head coach quality guy, but also like B, I don't think he would want it. Like these two both just seem like not likely to happen. I don't, I guess you can't rule out Ron Rivera 
given the connection, right? Which, which, which I've already mentioned his name a few times here with connections to Eric Washington and Chris Harris and stuff. But like, you know, he was a part of this Bears coaching staff. He's a part of this Bears coaching tree. Certainly, I'm sure he and Matt Eberflus know each other and have a lot of mutual friends. But it was pretty apparent in Washington these last couple of seasons that like not coaching the defense super great and that not adapting very well and like a lot of criticism for how Ron Rivera coached defense in Washington. I, I, I would say like, it's not out of the question the Bears could pursue him, but I would really not like that. It seems like it would be not a good hire to go after Ron Rivera. I think at this point, like, he's he's got to take some time away or just retire and kind of call it a career there. But some names that I think should be on our radar that, like, we haven't heard anything about any internal candidates being interviewed. And I think that's how this is just works functionally, where, you know, when an, when an external candidate is interview, interviewed, their agent is incentivized to leak it to the media to alert all the other teams that like, hey, this team thinks I'm a defensive coordinator candidate. I'm valuable. Come interview me. You know, like Terrell Williams and Eric Washington and Chris Harris, when they get interviewed, that leaks from their side, not from the Bears. The Bears aren't leaking intentionally who they're interviewing for these jobs. And they're not upset that those names come out, but like they know that those guys are trying to promote themselves by letting the world know, hey, I'm interviewing for this job. See that I'm valued and that this team is interested in me. But if they're interviewing one of their own position coaches, there's less that's less likely to happen because they're not trying to like get jobs elsewhere. You know, so I think John Hoke is the name we've talked about three or four or five times. feels like we've said him a lot on the podcast today. It wouldn't, I'd be surprised if the bears didn't at least give him an interview for the defensive coordinator position, because he has been a defensive coordinator before at the college level. And he's been a long time defensive backs coach and has been, was the bears defensive passing game coordinator considered this past season. So like he's been around the block Quite a few times, coached Chris Harris and has coached defensive backs well. He is experienced. He's been coaching since 1982. He's what is that? 66 years old. So like, you know, he's been around the block here, and I would imagine, given his experience, he'd at least get a look for that defensive coordinator spot. I mentioned the name Phil Snow earlier as well. Like he was brought in as a senior defensive assistant for this past season, kind of like a consultant and a, a you know a pro scout. But he was previously the Panthers' defensive coordinator and a defensive coordinator of like a handful of different spots in college and a longtime position coach in the NFL as well. Like he's got defensive coordinator experience. He's been in the building. I would think he would get a look or at least an interview, a consideration there. I'm not saying they would give it to him for sure, but I, I would think just if you have a guy with defensive coordinator experience already on your staff, why not see if he would be a good guy to actually keep in that spot. And then you got to throw out Dave Borgonzi, the offensive line coach, or excuse me, the offensive line, the linebackers coach for the Chicago Bears for the last two seasons. He was Matt Eberflus's linebackers coach with the Indianapolis Colts before that from 2018 to 2021. Like he would be the Allen Williams equivalent in terms of like familiarity with Matt Eberflus and coaching and, you know, coaching background, not, not any of the other stuff, but just like when, you know, when, when Eberflus came to Chicago, he promoted Allen Williams and said, you know, this is you. I mean, he's, Allen Williams had been a defensive coordinator before, so he was a little more experienced, but Borgonzi's this guy who's always been the loyal running mate here of this defense. And maybe you feel like, you know what, you've been running my defense for six years now, 1920, six years now, he's, you've been my linebackers coach. You know, this defense really well what would you bring to me as a defensive coordinator, right? Like he's just been around this system before and it would be natural to promote him a defensive coordinator if you wanted a guy who's just been here a lot and knows could be an extension of Matt Eberflus in the defensive coordinator role. So I would imagine any of those three guys may have already interviewed, may still interview, and we might not ever hear about it because they're internal candidates, but still, I, I think they gotta be certainly on the table and we can't rule them out as potential names to be added to this role. I would love to hear if there are any other defensive coordinators you think the Bears should go after that are 
realistic here and not, you know, not like a, a Bill Belichick or Vic Fangio is going to the Eagles. So he's kind of off the table and I don't think would have been realistic anyway. But let me know who you think the Bears should go after for defensive coordinator. Or if you like any of these existing candidates more than the others, you can leave us a comment here in the Lockdown Bears YouTube channel. You can tweet us at Lockdown Bears or post in the Lockdown Bears Facebook group. However you do it, make sure you hit that subscribe button on YouTube or wherever you listen to podcasts. That's going to be the best way to keep up with all of our daily in-depth Chicago Bears news and analysis. Thanks for making Locked On Bears your first listen today. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Coming back next week, we're going to be in Mobile, Alabama, down at the Senior Bowl, breaking down all the top draft prospects there with where the Bears will have. The Bears will be coaching offensive and defensive linemen down there, and if they tire Terrell Williams, they'll have a head coach down there at the Senior Bowl. We're going to have some great guests in person on the podcast as well, so some fun conversations coming. Make sure you come on back for those, and you have to come back every day for your next opportunity to bear down.